You're listening to the Designer CEO Podcast, episode number two. For this episode, I'm going to share what's becoming a very common and devastating problem that I see more and more often in today's retail marketplace. Its effects have led to huge retailers and brands declaring bankruptcy and closing their doors down. So what's creating all this chaos? Brands that have lost the pulse on their customer. If you're a new designer CEO that hasn't clearly defined your customer yet, or perhaps a bit more established but maybe you've lost sight of who your customer is and how to serve them, then this is for you. I'm going to share the common warning signs that you've lost touch with your customer, the main three reasons this happens, and what you can do about it today to get back on track. So grab a notebook and settle in because you're going to want to listen up to today's topic, how to know if you've lost sight of your customer. the Designer CEO Podcast. Each week, strategy guru and merchandising maven, Sarah Ferens helps designer CEOs navigate the business of retail and fashion. She'll provide you with proven strategies, how-tos, business tips, and tons of expert advice from her industry friends to get your line launched and start growing your brand. If you're dreaming about designing your own line, consider her your go-to business partner. Welcome. I am so excited to launch the Designer CEO Podcast and thrilled that you are listening to my very first episode. My goal is to help designer CEOs make their dream of launching their own line a reality. I'm thrilled to share insights on today's topics, how to know if you've lost sight of your customer. So let's dig in. First, I want to just level set where we are in today's marketplace. We are constantly hearing about the retail apocalypse and the end of retail as we know it, but I do not buy into that idea at all. Retail is not dead, and if anything, we are in a really exciting cycle of opportunity for fashion startup brands. But we continue to hear about the challenges that so many retailers and brands are struggling with right now. Bankruptcies and store closings are being called out for failing sales in what feels like every single week. Radio Shack, Shopco, The Bonton, these are huge store groupings that have shut down and declared bankruptcy because their brands have taken their customer for granted and over time just totally lost sight of their customer. I've personally worked for some of these companies and I can tell you firsthand the writing was on the wall. These companies weren't creating products or experiences with the end consumer in mind. Instead, they often focused on what they wanted to. They would look at last year and figure out what they could comp and reproduce because it's easier than creating new, exciting, and innovating product for their customers. They would buy into the idea that their customers just aren't spending as much instead of realizing their customers are spending, just not at their stores. They'd make excuses for their poor user experience instead of transforming their business by creating exciting experiences that engage their customers. 
This old school mentality is everywhere right now, particularly with traditional brands and retailers that have been in business for a long time, have gotten lazy, and now when they are being challenged to evolve, they can't. But this is actually really good news for you because you can learn from their mistakes and start figuring out how to maximize your brand instead. That's assuming that you haven't overlooked or lost sight of your own customer. So let's talk about that for a minute. How do you know if you've lost sight of your customer? There's three major metrics that you can use to look at your business and determine if you have lost sight of your customer. Number one, declining sales. This may be slow, this may be fast, but if your sales are starting to go down the tube, you need to look at that as a warning sign. Number two, consistently inconsistent sales. If you have significant swings in your sales, particularly when you deliver new product, that is a warning sign. Or number three, poor feedback from customers. Whether you're getting it from customer reviews, surveys, or social media comments, if you are seeing regular and consistent feedback that something is not right, you need to look at that. Don't get me wrong, everyone is going to have slowdowns in their sales, but if you are seeing a trend over a period of time, it's time to take action. So why does this happen? Why do brands lose sight of their customers, and what can you do about it? Well, there are four primary reasons that this happens. The first one, you may have not been fully aligned with your customer from the very beginning. So whether you are thinking about launching your line or maybe you've already launched, you need to ask yourself, did you really do your homework on your customer and learning all about them? Do you know them so well that you're designing for them and giving them what they want and what will sell? I always like to think of uh, your ideal customer as you need to know them as well as you'd know your very best friend. Um, You need to know everything about them, what they like, what they don't like, what they'd buy, what they won't buy, why, and think of them as getting to know your bestie. So prior to launching, did you research your ideal customer? Do you know what their wants and needs are? And you need to do this to make sure that you are getting to know as much as as possible about them. If you haven't done this, then you need to get right to it. Um, The best way to do this is by performing a customer analysis. So you want to really dig into your customer and ask questions like, what are they like? So what are their hobbies and interests? I'm not just talking about as it pertains to your brand, but at an overall level, what do they like? This question is really going to answer for you, where are they spending their money right now? What issues matter to them? So for example, if your customer is really focused on the environment, should your brand be using sustainable fabrics and manufacturers? You know, you want to think about how how the issues that matter to them will affect your brand and if there's a way to to bridge that gap. What do they do and what is their income level? So this is a really important one because if you want to sell a luxury brand to 16-year-olds, it's going to be a tough sell. They don't have that level of disposable income. So you want to make sure that what they can afford and your brand lines up. What will motivate them to buy? What are other brands that they like to shop? What do they like and not like about shopping these brands? 
How are they buying? So that means through what channels? Are they going to traditional brick and mortars? Are they purchasing through subscription services? Are they buying online only? You know, there's a lot of channels today. So how are they buying their products? And then just overall, what is happening in the current environment that is really going to increase or decrease the demand for your product? So you want to look at that at a macro level. Um, You know, are increasing cotton prices going to affect your product because you use mostly cotton base? Things like that that are going to have a direct effect on how your brand can position itself in the marketplace. So you want to get as much information on them as possible and really check back in with your brand to make sure it aligns with what they want. So the second reason that this happens is because you may have missed the mark on a style or trend that you really thought was going to resonate with your customer. So this happens to everyone, um, whether you are just launching your brand or whether you're an experienced professional, not every style is going to be a rock star and that's okay. What you really need to do though, is look at the information as a gift to you. So the same way that you would look at your best sellers, you want to look at your worst sellers too, and use the information that you gain to improve upon future styling. So take it as feedback and really evaluate why that style didn't perform. Take a hard look at it and try to figure out, was it the fit, the color, the style itself? Maybe it was the quality of the product or the price point that you put it out in the marketplace at. There's tons of reasons, but you need to be able to try to narrow down on specifically why it didn't perform to your expectations. Once you've narrowed it down, you want to look for sales trends across other styles that would validate it. So if you feel like it's your price point, maybe it was too high, Have you ever offered um, anything in your line at a similar price point to that? Did that perform? Look for those trends. And then you need to take the learnings and move it forward. So if you've identified it's your price point, you now know you probably don't want to operate at that price point, or you need to make sure you're offering more value to your customer at a price point that will warrant that higher level. So it's really about taking the information and making it work for you. The third reason that this often happens is because designer CEOs may lose touch with their customers. And I know that's a tough one to hear and even tougher to admit, but it happens often. You know, as a designer CEO, you have a lot of things going on. It can be really tough to keep up with all of it. You don't always have time to read all the sales reports, to read the feedback, and to read the reviews that customers are leaving for you and really engage with your customer. And I hear this often, and it's to me, this one is really about just creating it as a priority. Uh, Obviously, happy customers mean increased brand loyalty, which means more sales, but you need to make sure that you are prioritizing this to make that happen for you. So my recommendation to you is really looking to find time in smaller windows. So Create a regular process for every day that you can dedicate to doing the research and learning about your customer. And that even if it's only a small window of time, like five minutes, cumulatively over time, that will add up. And you're going to start realizing that there's trends in what you're reading and seeing, and it's going to become a lot easier for you to kind of digest that information. 
So a couple different times of day that I'd recommend, you know, one in the morning, if you're sipping on your coffee and you'd normally be reading your emails, take those five minutes to look at your sales and really dig into what's working and what's not working. If you um, take public transportation on your commute, read the reviews on your website. What are your customers saying about your brand? Or five minutes before you go to bed when normally you'd be scrolling Instagram for like the hundredth time, take those couple of minutes and read your own Instagram's accounts messages and see what's going on there. Don't be afraid to ask your unhappy customers for details on what they like or didn't like. So if that's a review on your website or your Instagram feed, just straight up ask them, what was it about it that you didn't like? How can we make it better for you? There's no shame in asking for feedback and customers appreciate feeling like their voice is being heard. And by asking them directly what's going on, you're definitely listening to them. You can also create a short survey that you could send out to your mailing list or even a small segment within it um, and offer them a discount in exchange for their feedback. They will be happy to share it with you. And I think you'll be surprised how many responses you get when you use this tactic. Okay, so now we've reached the fourth reason. This is a big one, and it's a tough one for designer CEOs to admit, but it's when you start designing for yourself and not your customer. This is the one I probably see the most often, particularly with new designer CEOs. And you aren't going to like what I have to say, but I want to give you a moment of some tough love and some real talk here. You cannot just design pieces that you love and you would wear. Your designs are for your customer and they are your muse and inspiration. It doesn't work to build a brand just on your own personal preference. And it's a really quick way to make your brand just have a fast, fast failure. (laughs) Instead, you need to focus on your customer's wants and needs And while, of course, you need it to align to your vision, there needs to be an end consumer to buy it. And if they won't buy it, you can just forget it. So it's taking your vision, it's taking what inspires you, but blending it in a way that is going to really resonate with your customer. It's about them. It's not about you. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's topic and I want to hear from you. What are you struggling with in your business? It could be a business challenge, something you want to learn about, or a, I just don't know what to do about this problem. Whatever it is, you can submit your question to me at www.thedesignerceo.com and you may just hear the answer in an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening.